So Imran was part of a group within Apple known as the Lennon and McCartney of design. He worked on iPod, iPhone, uh, MacBook Air, iPad. He's done it all. Lennon and McCartney of design. I don't know if he's Lennon or McCartney, but all you need to know is if you're Lennon or McCartney, you're two of the greatest five songwriters ever. So it doesn't matter, right? You pick. All right, welcome to another episode of Not Investment Advice. We've got the NIA boys here today. Well, we've got Trunk Fan and Bilal Zaidi. Unfortunately, Jack. Still boys, plural. Still boys, still plural, boys. More than one. S. But uh, well, unfortunately, Jack can't make it on a last minute thing. He may join. If he if he's able to join, he'll, he'll jump on and join the fun. But right now, Trunk and I will keep it rolling. Trunk, how's the week looking, mate? Lots, good, lots to talk about. About to take a sip of uh, about I didn't get athletic greens, so AG1, if you want to sponsor us, we're still available. Yeah. I got like the <laughs> I got like the knockoff version, the diet athletic greens from like the store, the corner store, but it's got chocolate. What was it in called? It. What's it called? I don't even Is know, that... man. It's weird. It's, put you mix it with a pre workout. It. Wait, wait, nah. it's got chocolate. So they got chocolate in it, I guess, to make it more palatable. I'm like, this is weird, man. <laughs> that but doesn't sound like athletic greens, you but you're drinking chocolate coffee, milk. If you add instant coffee, that coffee choco, mm. so it's like mocha athletic greens. Okay. Uh, some uh, product development for AG1 uh, when they uh, become nice our future sponsor. Nice product extension there for them. We got to mm. send that to them. Anyway, so uh, we got well, lots to talk about. Why don't you keep people up what we're talking about and then we'll uh, well, special shout out to one of our listeners. Uh, but why don't you do the, uh, the yeah, we got. Uh, so let's talk about Humane, the AI pin that launched. I mean, this is... Uh, a guy, Imran Chowdhury, we'll be talking a bit about him and his background at Apple. Pakistani legend. Legend, exactly. But we, we wanted to break that down, the chip, because based the, the pin, sorry, um, very futuristic looking thing that took over a lot of people's feeds last week. An AI pin uh, moving away from the phone. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And AI hardware as a, as a whole. Uh, then we're going to break down Marvel, what's going on there, because they, they had a not so successful launch recently and trying to break down what's wrong with Marvel. And if we need more topics, depending on the time, we may touch on Mr. Beast and his uh, water controversy. Obviously, I worked in the water charity world Oh, before, yeah, we should. So maybe Let's we'll touch do that. on that. I totally forgot about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're doing that. We're definitely doing that. So let me let me get right into it. Shout out to Paul Millard. Uh, there we the go. author of The Pathless, Pathless Path. Great yeah. name. You went on his pod too, yeah? I went on the podcast. I and, went on there too. Good uh, guy. A while ago. You've been a yeah, great guy. Uh, I listened to NIA. So I got a message from uh, our boy Paul. He's like, hey, uh, my wife was listening to one of the episodes. She has no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's it. But uh, she gave me a up. six out of 10. I have to say, <laughs> if you have no idea what people I'll are talking it. about on a podcast, like, you still give a six out of 10. They're sh- that's positive to me, man. I have to say, I will say, I hope she's just being polite because I, if I'm being objective here, I prefer a four out of ten or yeah. an eight or nine out of ten. We need to work, right? That means we gotta improve be, the product. The question you gotta ask people is: give it a, a rating out of ten, but don't use six or seven. Okay, you're then you okay, really you're get right. the answer. You know what, what, I mean? what am I really learning from six? Like, look how excited I got from a six out of ten. Like, what? But you're right though. What? If she knew us. It could go from a six to an eight. That's that's no, but here, you know what? 
let let we're gonna move it up here because we listen to our listeners. By the way, we got a lot of questions recently. Uh, uh, thank you so much to the listeners for throwing us a bunch of questions. In the Telegram, uh, we didn't do yeah. an official one, but you guys are just throwing questions. We will be doing AMAs in the following yeah. weeks. Uh, not that you should be taking any advice from us ever, anyways, but we will be doing those because the holidays are coming. You know, we gotta do the double records. And but, we uh, got one in particular from Nick Widmer, which definitely yeah. sounded like investment advice. Yeah, so we're we not. Yeah, save that one. <laughs> So Just we to say we on, can't give on. investment advice. But back but yeah, to go Paul. Um, asked Paul, I'm like, yo, well, what can we do to bump this up to seven or eight? Like, uh, I, I'm here to improve the product. He's like, talk about Asian mums. I'm like, okay. Mm, okay, we'll well, we got Asian two moms. Asians on the pod here. All right. Sorry, so, Jack. Yeah, sorry, Jack. Uh, uh, Bilal, do you want to go first or you want me to cook? Did you no, think well, about Asian? You, you go, you go. All right, so I'm just, this is different. I don't know exactly. Hey, I mean, Asian mums sounds like a pretty large Very topic surface area yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh i'm just gonna say the first thing came to my mom my mind was this so my mom vietnamese refugee had four kids in western canada different culture i mean she's fluent in french because of the uh, french uh colonization but of vietnam but we're not in quebec anymore she's in alberta which is like the texas of canada like that french game don't matter no more right and uh you know, not culturally uh, necessarily uh, uh, in tune at the time, busy raising four kids. So all I have to say is uh, when I think about that, you know, being a parent of one and how much I bitch and moan every now and then, I got to do stuff for my kid and I'm like complaining. Like uh, my mom had to do it for four kids. Literally spent her entire day driving 10 hours a day, dropping four, di four different schools. We went to four different schools. That's my mom wild. would drop us off, go home, prepare dinner, pick us up. That's eight hours a day doing it nothing. It is crazy to think to what parents did. Bro, they didn't, she didn't even have us. podcasts. She they, couldn't even listen yeah, to podcasts she was while just, driving. She was just she, listening to traffic. What was, doing, what was she doing in the car? For, for real, five though. hours a day. Honestly, my mom, I know right? what, my mom was listening to something called Sunrise Radio and for any okay, brown people you know what I mean? in the UK, but maybe the diaspora across the world because that was the classic brown radio station it wasn't even on fm radio it was am radio oh dude so you know that frequency was a little yeah, lower what, you Legendary go the wrong part ads, of though. the road you kind of lose the audio and then like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no but that's you, amazing right what an amazing incredible. piece of content that was that's Must true there we go we gotta send that to paul paul let us know so if no, but what about you is that your mom's story you're gonna no, do I mean, that yeah, yeah, my mom story? also we, we, this is the the dear mama episode yeah my mom also legendary antics i mean got married at 17 by the time she was my age already had three kids her first uh, kid was at 19 years old so i mean then went to university late um because she had to drop out of school obviously get married early and then, yeah, became became a teacher and stuff like that. So she was doing crazy, crazy work, man, putting in the work uh, to make sure we, we have a better yeah, life. I don't even know that's specific to Asian mom. Like, that, that's, that's an incredible story. General, and that just but, sounds mums in general. So yeah. like, if I were to say, man, dude, I, I totally get exactly your story, right? And like, what would I'd add to the Asian mom side is the interesting thing with Asian moms is probably your interactions or their interactions with your Western friends. Oh, yeah. They're definitely That's a big one, right? The discipline too, which we maybe we don't put on the pod, but no, I mean, luckily yeah. I was okay, but I, I was the third kid, so... I know my older brother probably got it worse, but that's where the Asian side comes around. Where you got the that. Marshall, listen, yeah, I got the bamboo a couple of times. But you know what, well, that was me throwing a slipper, but like, you know, <laughs> yes. we call it the Bata Chapel, which is the, uh, the old <laughs> the school slipper. slipper. Yeah, do you know Bata, the brand, by the way? That could be a Tron yeah, yeah, breakdown. Yeah, I know Bata. That's the, uh, yeah, B-A-T-A. -A. They must be a massive conglomerate. But anyway, that's the, the boomerang. 
hits you, they catch it, they go again, and you you get back on your math work. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, listen, I'm not saying we're not saying that we necessarily condone this to do with our drugs. This is the way it is, people. Different time. You're 80s, talking the 90s late with 80s, different lives. Yeah. The 90s with immigrants and refugees. Different world, people. Different this is world. just the way it is. You have to do what they right? gotta do. All right. But so yeah, perfect transition that. into the Pakistani founder uh, Imran Chowdhury and the human AI pin. Uh, Paul, let us know how we did there. And if we lost 90% of people listening, uh, sorry about that. But anyway, let's get onto the humane a humane AI pin. Tron, why don't you break down? What what happened last week? Because it was quite a big launch, right? I and mean, this company's raised a lot of money. They've got all star uh, team, yeah. their background. They're all some of the original uh, Apple. Well, look, we people. should talk through. Uh, well, I'll talk through. It. I'm gonna hit you questions because uh, for the listeners, let's te- you know a little teaser here is the Bilal Zaidi uh, knows a, a, a family member, a relative of uh, Imran Chaudhry, who is that uh, Pakistani connection. Yeah. Man, well, let know? me let me tee it up here. So. Last week, this company called Humane released uh, this hardware product. Uh, it's called the AI Pin, and the TLDR of the AI Pin, I think, I suspect a lot of you have saw the demo. Was it's a piece of square hardware that you put on your shirt. The input is audio, so it wants you to talk uh, to this piece of hardware. It has like it can project digital ink onto your palm. Uh, that's the way it does visual, and it has a camera. Now, a couple points I'll tee off is it's six hundred ninety nine dollars plus $24 a month, right? Like I just saw Bilal's face grimace. It's like, ooh, that's a, like, that's a big ask, man. That's a big ask. It's if not this the device... Pakistani pricing. That's the California <laughs> Apple pricing there. There you go. Yeah, yeah Imra, you got to come with the Pakistani price, We well, got to get the Android version to get it for yeah, 200 man. you know? So the TLDR, so, uh, uh, so I'll just give you the specs of that device. And before I get into the purpose of it, it's meant to be a post-smartphone device, okay? I'll explain what that means. Imran did an uh, interview with Om Malik, a, a longtime tech observer. But... Imram and his wife, Bethany Bongiorno. So those are the co-founders. Bethany is actually the CEO of this company. Bethany, also a longtime former Apple design executive. She was instrumental, one of the key members of creating the iPad. All right. But Imran, I don't know if you guys remember over the summer, uh, I did an episode uh, solo about the iPhone. And I, I butchered Imran's name because I didn't understand. Bilal had to let me know what was up. He's like, dude, you don't understand. This guy's a legend. So Imran was part of a group within Apple known as the Lennon and McCartney of design. I want you to pause and think about that. There we go. This dude was known within Apple where Sir Johnny Ive worked. And Johnny Ive wasn't the Lennon or McCartney because Johnny Ive did the industrial design. So that was worth specifically more on the hardware combination side. And he was the king, right? We all know Johnny Ive was the king. Uh, uh, well, he uh, he was uh, Eli, I mean, not Eli, Steve's king. So uh, Steve obviously ran it, but uh, 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 Johnny was the guy. But Imran hit her. He worked on iPod, iPhone, uh, MacBook Air, iPad, worked with Bethany on the iPad. He's done it all. Lennon and McCartney of design. I don't know if he's Lennon or McCartney, but all you need to know is if you're Lennon or McCartney, you're two of the greatest five songwriters ever. So it doesn't matter, right? You pick whichever one you want. So that's the pedigree of this company. They've raised over $200 million to create a post-smartphone device. Now, what does post-smartphone mean? I'm going to say some stuff and I'm going to throw it over to Bilal. See what he thinks of what I'm going to say. What is a smartphone? 
It's an app-based computing device, primarily, right? Where do you access everything? It's through apps. Uber, Tinder, TLDR. I've never used Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Bilal, yeah. you either, right? A nice caveat. Uh, hey, hey, I did, to hey. be fair, but that was okay. pretty, pre-relationship, I've but never that was used a few Tinder. years overlap. Yeah, I, I'm pre-Tinder, but I use WhatsApp, Uber, DoorDash, uh, whatever, Slack, all these apps, right? It's app-based. Yeah. The whole point of the AI pin, because you look at it, you're like, oh, where would you even put an app? Yeah, there are no apps, right? It's experiences intermediated by AI. So you, instead of touching, I mean, some of this we already know, right? It's like the Amazon Alexa stuff. It's like the Google Home stuff. But audio has sucked. Audio sucks shit as an interface. But they're trying to make audio as it does like in the movie because it heard. works poorly, but I think yeah. we can come back to that though. Yeah, because the UI I think is a key here because that's a big point you said. One is the app, but also the UI. Like all of these apps work right now on a phone or a tablet. They're visual. They're the GUI, the graphical user interface that Apple originally brought. You know, they Stole kind of revolutionized from Xerox Park in the 80s. back in the day. But then they, you know, brought us a new version of that with touch screens that they popularized it. There were people. Yeah, who had they're touch basically just think about how computing is moving, right? Yep. It goes from it goes from the the, the DOS MS DOS, yeah, command yeah, and line. then you have uh, GUI like Bilal said, so mouse and point and click, and then you have mobile touch and apps, and now it's just like going her the uh, Spike Jones film starring Joaquin Phoenix, where he just talks. That's the thing, though. Like, touchscreen and apps would not work in the 1990s because those interfaces sucked. Like, how slow it was That's to respond. It. That's yeah. the parallel here. How bad is audio? Or, I use Amazon Alexa yeah. for one thing. I set an alarm Timer. when I'm cooking pasta. Yeah, yeah that's literally it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's it. It's like, I, did you know, it I go, night. okay, yeah. Google. Sorry, I use Google. Okay, Google. Nine <laughs> minutes. And then sometimes they mess up the alarms. I overcook the pasta. My wife yells at me. Okay? There we go. So this there is the state of audio inputs right now. Yeah. So, blah. I've teed that up. I'm going to pass it. You've already touched on some of it. You've already touched on some of it. So we're talking here. We can see a world where in 10 years, if it's her level, and Scarlett Johansson's whispering those sweet nothing in your ears. Oh, boy. You're pumped. But today, <laughs> 2023, November 10th, 2023, when they demoed this. First of all, I want you to talk about the demo. Yeah. Right? I will. Yeah, they let's talk about that. Work with Steve Jobs. Yeah. The greatest demo man ever. We might. I'm so hyped right now because <laughs> I might have to ask Rafa to tee up that video yeah. of Steve let's Jobs pulling the, the iPod Nano. And it is my privilege to show it to you now. A thousand songs in your pocket, the iPod Nano. So, let's get a camera. I've got a pocket right here. Now, this pocket's been the one that your iPod's gone in, traditionally. The iPod and the iPod Mini fit great in there. You ever wonder what this pocket's for? <laughs> I've always wondered that. Well, now we know because this is the new iPod Now. All right, let's take a closer look at it. This is the new iPod Nano. Out of his pocket, dude, that was a. Of everything he ever did. You remember the iPod Nano? This That's dude's tiny. on stage. Yeah. Wherein 
Levi's dad jeans, right? With the and they zoom neck. into it. They zoom into his fifth pocket. And the first of all, to be fair, a little biased. Apple crowds will cheer at anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was genius. It was yeah. genius, though. But dude, they're zoomed up on the jeans and they're losing then, their mind. So good. Pulls it, he pulls out the nano with two fingers. Do you know how oh, we, we talked about we talked yeah yeah because if you drop that that is you billions of that. dollars off yeah. the market cap but no that that's the um i mean we talked about i think last week even right we were talking about um open ai their their demo and yeah, sam, like sam had a steve job moment but moment. like go watch no steve, one's steve, steve jobs no one could right? be and that's and that, so let's get to imran in a second because we will directly compare which is difficult because it's like comparing it's me it's to obama fair. right like yeah. i mean Sorry, I, that's a bit no, of a no, no, larger no. gap. I like right, that. But no, that's a level you're talking about. You're comparing like a the greatest, I'm saying, orator order, to a right? regular a person world, like me. Like a Mount Rushmore of orders yeah. versus either one of them. And Imran, just to clarify, I'm not comparing myself to Imran either. Imran is probably a one of one designer, product designer, yes. like what he's done, right? Like one he's, of two, Lennon or McCartney. Exactly. And I, I was looking it up while we were talking. He joined Apple in, I think when he was 19 years old as an intern in 1995. He was there Bro, for 20 plus years. He was there before Johnny Ive. In fact, I'm going to show you one thing. This is a flex. I've shared this in the group chat before. And for people listening, I'll describe what is on the screen. But this is ImranChowdhury.com. I'm just going to pull it up. This is... The best portfolio website I've ever seen oh, in my life. Oh, you hit that, bro. Here we go. Can you see this? I mean, the only thing I'll say, you need an SSL certificate, top left. But apart from that, <laughs> bro, this is Imran Chowdhury Selected Patented Works, Volume 1, 95 to 2017. Bro, how many are there? I mean, well, 994. The there no, there's a thousand patents <laughs> on the... Click on incredible. One, click on 69. Oh, okay, let's click yeah, on 69. Click on 69. <laughs> click. What, what is 69 here? Design. All right, patents.google.com, and basically his portfolio site is showing all the patent, all the patent. Touch interest, input cursor. Touch input cursor manipulation. So this is for anyone who's ever had to file a patent or gone through that process or knows about it. This is the biggest flex. It is the equivalent of proof of work. It's no fancy logos, no social proof, no fancy copy. It is here's my work. Apple, 1995, 2017, I made shit, you know? So that was why Bro. when I saw it, I was like, that is legendary, right? Like, so, dude, it's not like Trunk being like, hey, man, look at this podcast I did with two of my buddies. Exactly. Like, not that shit on what we're doing. But it's not on the same level, yeah. On the Google hand screen, you got there thousand, we go. Bro, you got a thousand pens. That's you wild, had, right? Bilal had this scroll. He had this scroll. I've got my screen. fancy. Have you seen yeah. this? This is my favorite. This is the what? This is the unlimited scroll. You have uh, to do the mouse. scroll wheel. That's why so I had to do that. So now that we've laid out everything, like Imran, listen, I'm about. Blau, we gotta keep, we you, gotta keep it real, you. though. Blau, can you please tell us your relationship? Not you don't have a direct one. Yeah, yeah, you no, have I can say yeah. A secondary one with Imran Chowdhury. Explain yeah, what that is. Never then met Imran. Well, I've been okay. trying to get him on Cray Lab for many years because he's, but he's very hard to get in contact with. Even though my uh, one of my best friends growing up is his nephew, so grew up in London as well, East London, typical Pakistani household like myself. And then later down the line, when I started working in technology world, moved to the states, my friend, I could say his name, Asif, he said to me. Yo, my uncle lives in America. He's a Pakistani guy as well. And he's kind of big in tech. He does tech stuff. And I'm like, oh, kind of big in tech. I thought he was like a middle manager at Oracle, <laughs> you know? I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll say hello to him. I'm like new here. 
look him up. My guy's working with Steve Jobs, working with Johnny Ive. Or I'm like, okay, this is going to be a hard one. No, this one. is what you thought. Yeah. Your buddy, Asif, Shoto Asif, was like, hey, my my um, my um uncle's big in tech. He works at Apple. And Bilal's like, ah, he must be like the George Harrison or Ringo Starr yeah. of design. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. Hey, cool. You know George Harrison of design? Awesome, man. I'm only interested in I was like, maybe I'll get around to it. Maybe I'll get around to it. But anyway, real real G. Real G. But anyway, what? so so the the reason we're mentioning this is to say I have a bias here. Like everyone has a bias. I'm just stating it up front. I will be as honest as I can about the demo and everything I think about it. But I will say part of me wants it to succeed no matter what because he's a a friend of mine. Is he the most famous Pakistani person in tech? That's a good question. We were you asked me that before. I'm trying to think of anyone you else. You can't think of another person. He is. Yeah, That's and it. what I'll say the word famous is a bit different to most accomplished. accomplished. Most accomplished. I'd say accomplished most probably, right? There but at the same time there's a bunch of like, you know, founders and CEOs. I will say there's a few others um yeah, there's a there's a few others that come to mind, but maybe not um at this level, this is our OG behavior, you know. But there's there's a few founders, but not. I'll be honest, I'm a proud Pakistani, but it, the amount of founders or CEOs that are Indian is incredible, right? Like Google, Microsoft, Adobe, like a bunch of these companies. Oh, really? And I've always, Hold on, our, <laughs> CEOs of Google and Microsoft are Indian? Are you <laughs> yeah, sure? Yeah. But the oh, thing I didn't is, know that, man. I've, and I've, <laughs> like, I will cheer for those guys, even though people think we have, uh, you know, differences with India, Pakistan. No, you guys like, are the same. We're, 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 we're no, from not the, the same, same but place. like the same uh, roots. Yeah, we got, a, I always like cheer for them. But when I see a Pakistani doing it, I'll be on, like, that's a different feeling, right? There's a feeling of like, oh, I don't see many of you. Totally. You're a bit more rare. So I want it to work for him. And I think the company idea, the premise of it is obviously very futuristic. Oh, smartphone. Exactly. And and so that's let's get into the details of that. So for anyone who saw the visuals, we can put it on screen now. There's one part where he puts his, his hand out and the, there's like the laser beam or whatever. And it's like an interface on your hand. And I will say that looks kind of minority report, like very futuristic call to me. And what, a lot of those things in the beginning look like weird. If you show that to a random person, they're like, Oh, I don't, why do I need that? Like, I don't know why I'd be doing that. But until is it's it better really good, than the smartphone? Okay, that's the let question. Me, let me frame everything with this. Exactly. Then, uh, sorry to cut you off here. No, but no, go on. There's this whole theory that people always talk about. It's like, maybe the smartphone, until we get the her, this is the best device. I agree. The smartphone, right? It's like, maybe... It's like what I said last week about the calendar, remember? With ChatGPT. Yeah. I was like, the calendar is visual and I can glance it from afar. It works pretty well. There might be problems with it, but at the moment, it works pretty well. And the question is, is a smartphone interface better than a hand? And and my quick answer is, at the moment, the smartphone's still better because we haven't got enough use cases. And I will say specifically, when you had to go, they were showing like a, a, a song. Sorry about the siren in the background. Um, you, you had to kind of like clench your left hand and like move it slightly to the left. And then you like will press, you know, uh, back, go back a song or whatever. And again, looks kind of cool. looks very futuristic. But I'll be honest, that is harder than just pressing left on Correct. my phone right at the moment. You're asking for a lot of new behavior. Yeah, you so, have to. Exactly. No, let me. Before, so again, we still haven't even talked about the actual demo itself, which we will. But I want to address something that we're going down this thread because I think it's very important. So when Steve Jobs came back famously in 1997 to Apple, right? The, come, the comeback device, the one that let the world know he was back was the iMac, the candy-colored iMac. On the back of the iMac is a handle. 
right? There's a very famous story. It's an apocryphal story, though. It's like Steve Jobs or Steve Wozniak, the two founders of Apple, had said, you have to have a handle on a computer so you can throw it out the window. The insinuation being people have to be in control of their devices, right? So this is what Johnny Ive said, Johnny Ive, which is a little bit different. But he said, back when we launched iMac in 1998, people were not comfortable with technology. If you're scared of something, then you won't touch it. So I thought if there's a handle on the iMac, it makes a relationship possible. It's approachable. It's intuitive. It gives you permission to touch. It gives a sense of deference. So same idea. I think the problem with what you laid out with this digital ink going in the hand, it, it doesn't actually feel, it's not tactile, man. People want to be able to touch things, right? It's just yeah. something completely different. And, and I think this is actually a problem with audio as an input. Like, first of all, you live in New York, dude. How often are people walking down the street making deals? Oh, loud on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's cringe as shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but people are people can do that though because there's a, another human on the other side. It's extremely different if you're talking to an inanimate object. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Just walking around yelling like the way you do at home. To well, Alexa? I guess the closest we Weird. have, I will say that I do actually use Siri, and I hope it's not going to come on right now because my phone's in a room. The only thing I use it for is calling, uh, and I'm trying not to say where I call usually because it will probably start calling on my phone right now. Or I'll be like, next song, um, sometimes I say like, what the weather is. Yeah, but I'm walking on my own in the park. So, And also New York. New York, to be fair, people talk to themselves all the time. And that's one of my favorite things in New York. You you don't know if you're crazy or you're just like walking down the street. So so I lean into it, yeah. The AI pin might work in New York. I've, in a way, because people now what one of the the details though is I think one of the things they they showed in the demo is that it was by default kind of out loud. It was like a speaker, and so they said you could con- connect it to a like an AirPod or like some sort of headphone, which makes more sense to me. But like the fact that it was just kind of speaking out loud to everywhere, like that maybe if you're in your car and maybe they, these are like California centric designs yeah. where you're driving your car a lot more, you're not bumping into people on a train oh, it's still weird though I it's think still you're a little weird it. yeah it's, we're hitting on right now why the vibes are off that. on this or yeah. we even talked about the demo itself yeah the cool cool interface post smartphone digital ink it's all cool but this is all required new behavior like yeah. this is like you do not understand how difficult it is to get people to do new behavior so and another individual that works in the AI wearable space, his name's Avi Schiffman, wrote a very, very good thread on this topic. He brought up three points that I want to I want to uh, lay out. It has to do with human psychology. He's like, okay, these are the problems I'm seeing with the AI pin. Granted, he's creating, I think it's called a tab, a competing product. But take that take that with a grain of salt, okay? Heavy so grain he's like, of salt, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. Heavy <laughs> well, but he goes, well, I'm going to tell you. You tell me what you think. He goes, do people wear pins? No. Do people actually wear pins? Hey, listen, no, remember in Stay in Canada, November 11th, you know, uh, it's a day to remember the sacrifices uh, the country uh, in Canada made, or Veterans Day in America. We get that. Pins come out, right? For good reason. But what has Apple's last five products done that all make sense? iPhone. Yeah. Do you understand how the phone works? Everybody gets it. Oh, phone, cool, get it. It's yeah. phone, right? Different, little bit of interface. Got it. Though, all right. AirPods. 
Everybody knows how headphones work. Yeah. You don't have to get. They weren't the first to create any yeah. of these things, and they just made what? a better version. The yeah. behavior's all understood. Who's wearing a iPod pin, iPod even. Yeah, yeah, where yeah, would, yeah. Well, let me ask you, where are you putting your pin? I'm giving you AI pin tomorrow. Where are you going to put it? I'm asking you. Yeah, I, where I, I you get what you're it? saying. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably just put it here, but I don't know if I would especially Is it going to be in the same spot every single day? Are you going to be able to put it there? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Are you going to forget it, and is it going to go in the laundry machine? And, and yes. I, the, the the one that that the idea I think of is the glasses, right? Because now we've got I think Meta has their version, Snapchat had one, obviously Google Glasses back in the day as well. That was again something that hasn't fully worked yet. We all assume it might do at some point. Maybe Apple will make it work. But that one again is like you do wear glasses, right? Like you wear sunglasses or you wear regular spectacles or whatever, right? And um and so that one again zooming out this idea of interfaces of like going from MS-DOS to GUI to smartphone touchscreen they're slowly becoming more and more human so I get it's closer to human humane if you will there we go and I'm assuming <laughs> that is you know the progression that they're making and the only thing I say to the critics of what they're saying because I'm critical of some of these things as well is that the biggest behavior changes are massive behavior changes it takes someone to create something that's better and people end up doing it so like obviously the iphone one is slightly you know they weren't the first to create a touchscreen but they made it very popular with the iphone ipad etc same with airpods there were bluetooth headphones before but they've made them synonymous with with um and more approachable for a lot of people now the thing is with this this is quite a big jump and they aren't apple even if they are ex-apple people it's not the same as apple launching this right because yeah. apple has the brand that people just trust straight away and um and i and i do agree like if the premise is we want to move away from phones and the distraction we have with phones that's a that's a correct trend it's a, that people, and it's a noble mission yeah it's a good yeah mission. yeah it's something that we all agree like we all addicted to like literally people were messing up their posture because they're looking down all day like we all know the problems there and the question is and that's what they're betting the company on is is this the first iteration of it anyway? Is this the interface? And, you know, they could pivot in the future and say, actually, we're doing glasses or actually, and I'm sure they are doing other things in the future. Um, but, you know, it's a massive bet, right? Like they've raised $200 million for this. And hardware is not software where you can just press a button and change the code and have a completely different experience. This is like hardware that takes months and months to, to yeah. get out to people. So it's... It's definitely a noble uh, mission in a way, and interesting idea. And we're we're going to come to that. Sure. Let me hear you a bit stuff. more psychology on. before we go, go on. on. There's yeah, a couple yeah. other things. Uh, everything you nailed, totally agreed. Uh, uh, I, I do want to grant that we didn't say the top. It's like I like the idea of a post smartphone world. Like we yeah. had George Mack on, who did the the kill versus cocaine phone, right? He's like, like then I didn't even think about the neck thing. You're right. It's like, what is what is the uh, impact going to be in decades from now? Or us just like this, right? The listeners that aren't watching this YouTube, I look like an idiot right now. I'm standing yeah, down. You my can't neck hear neck you because right? you, you're speaking away from the mic. Oh, Say that okay, again. Sorry. But like, I, I'm, I'm tilted down. I'm looking at my phone, right? So yeah, that's yeah, funny. Yeah. That. But yeah. if you didn't hear me a second ago, it's because I had my neck tilted. But uh, <laughs> yeah. there's that, right? So I get that. The, the other part that I want to flag about the human psychology was like, we kind of touched on it. It's like, you're talking out loud to inanimate object that's talking back to you. It's like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, maybe in New York. It's still kind of weird. Uh, the other thing is like, there's a camera on it, right? Like, uh, same with the glasses that we mentioned with red, uh, Meta Ray-Bans is uh, privacy issues. So yeah. the the AI pin has what's called a trust light. So like when it's green, the other people are supposed to know that it's on and red, it means yeah, it's yeah, off. Yeah. It's like, who, 
How are we supposed to know that? You know, someone is already yeah. mocking up uh, a cover yeah. for that on uh, at a Chinese exactly, factory right? and selling well, yeah. it on Amazon. You know, they're gonna have that everywhere, right? The little, the little screen cover. Yeah. But uh, so the other thing I say is, uh, dude, it's like decision fatigue, right? Like when I ask you, it's like, where are you gonna put this thing on your shirt? It's like, man, like every I can barely even dress myself every morning. I gotta figure out where to put the AI pin. So basically, Avi again, whatever you think about uh, his uh, criticisms about human, uh, a, the humane pin, he's like. Here's his potential, right? Here's what he said. He's working on a necklace. I'm not saying it's going to work, but instantly I get it. I get it. I know how to put on a necklace. People wear necklaces, right? Like that leap is much less of a leap. Like that is a piece that everybody gets. Everyone that's listening to this podcast has that one time worn a necklace. When Bilal was slanging Bling Bling Empire and killing it, he probably had five gold chains. Right? I had an iced out pendant, not going to lie. I knew it, bro. I, bro, I knew it. With a dragon so, like, on it. <laughs> the beauty with that is you knew how to wear it, right? And then you got your dragon. We're going to have the AI pin or the AI necklace. So the last thing I'll say about this versus the jobs keynotes, and as we said, unfair comparison, but like... Oh, I mean, I'll just pull this share screen. Again, it's unfair, but this is, you know, Imran, you work with Steve Jobs, right? What did So for the listeners, what I have up here on the share screen is from the 2007 keynote that Steve Jobs did for the iPhone. It's, he has the simplest two-by-two two matrix ever, right? The Y-axis goes from smart to not-so-smart. The uh, X access goes from hard to use to easy to use. Where do you think the smartphone is? I mean, the iPhone is. It's in the top right-hand corner. It's smart and easy to use, right? Where is this for Humane's AI pin, right? Could you even make it? The other one I'll call out for the iPad. Here's the screen that Steve Jobs used, the iPad announcement keynote. Even though it didn't turn out this way for the iPad, I'm going to explain to the listeners what this is. On the left-hand side of the screen, he has the iPhone. In the middle, he has descriptive words for what the iPad will do better than either the iPhone or what's to the right, the MacBook Air. So he's basically saying, between the laptop and between the, uh, the smartphone, here is what the iPad can accomplish, which is superior. Browsing, email, photos, video, music, games, and eBooks. Even though that hasn't necessarily come out true, of those, the only thing I'd say is actually better is video. And that's the only one I would grant. You're saying Maybe for games. iPad, right? Yeah, for the iPad. Yeah. Clear, he had such clear positioning. Yeah. What is the positioning for the humane AI pin? It's $700. Who is buying this? Because it's not going to replace your smartphone. It's not going to replace your smartphone. So rent yeah, that's over. That's a good point. So there, uh, no, that's a that fair point. point. I, I think you made a lot of valid points. Um, I do think, yeah, to me, it feels closer to, honestly, the glasses idea that we've seen. Honestly, like the Google glasses, what they didn't call it an AI glasses. They would just call it a smart device or whatever. The, again, all of these ideas, like I've said many times on the show, the science fiction, futuristic science fiction thing where you're like, oh, I can speak to this thing and it solves my problems. That, obviously, I'm a believer in because I think you have to believe in that if you're interested in technology. That's what people have done time and time again. And the truth is, until it's made at that level, we won't know, right? It's like Uber sounds like a stupid idea until you've done it twice, like they said, and you walk out and you 
realize you didn't have to pay. You're like, wow, I didn't have to even, at the time there was no tipping. It was like, you know, the, the price up front and you just walk out. And that was that feeling where Uber said, after doing it twice, you're like, I'm never going back to regular taxis again, right? Which is kind of not true anymore, but that's, <laughs> that was the case for a while. You know, that um, VC subsidy is gone now. Yeah, we, exactly, like, right exactly. It's like no Airbnb back to hotels, exactly. But what? But that was that feeling. And so the truth is, I can't fully judge this until we've used it, right? Like I haven't used it. Yeah. Uh, the examples they gave, again, sounded cool. Some of the criticism and I didn't really dig into this enough to know if it's correct, but one of the use cases with something I do, right? We've talked about measuring broccoli on the show before. I'm doing it right now. I'm on that nice little cut again. I'm, I'm going to be weighing oh, you're my the, food. You're in that seasonal oh, cut? Oh yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing that up and is down for a while. Is this because you know you're about to dust between Thanksgiving and Christmas? Is this no, the purpose? No, this is just, just the general progression, you know? Nothing, Are you uh, keeping the paleo through Thanksgiving? There's no way. No, 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 no paleo. Okay. Just keeping it, just keeping it, uh, intentional you know but anyway okay. so one of the ideas or one of the use cases they took a handful of almonds almonds and they using the camera they said how many calories in this and then they said like break down the macros or something like you know protein carbs fats and what people were posting was like the example they used that they chose was incorrect like the it said like 450 calories or something yeah. And again, people, people were like counting and be like, that's only 12 almonds. That's 222 calories. <laughs> so again, obviously the idea is still there, right? And so, yeah, if you had a magic device that you could just say, hey, take a picture of this and tell me the calories and it worked, that would of course be incredible. But guess what? You have one in your pocket and that is yeah. what <laughs> smartphones do. And that is kind of the point though. A lot of the smartphone apps don't get it correct. Right. So at the same. So the point is, if their version gets it correct, then they did something better than Apple. But bro, do on if iPhone. you're using V1 of humans AI pin for your diet, you are you going to be very be disappointed with the results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a month later. It's like, bro, I put on 30 pounds, man. What yeah. happened? <laughs> too many almonds, too many <laughs> almonds. And now, look, I, again, I haven't tested the device. I would love to test it out to see if it works. Um, but and it's, but it's the same idea. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't. You know, all these, these launches, you want to get it in the hands. If you're confident in the device, you're getting in the hands of a lot of reviewers. Yeah. Apparently, there's just been like a product blackout. And this thing is mm. shipping next week. So oh, really? First, Already? Oh, so yeah. no one's even tried it. Okay. No, there's been a couple, the handful of reviews yeah. instead of like the wide I need swap. the Marcus Brownlee MKBHD yeah. review of dude, this. That will be interesting. Dude, I, dude, he is. He's incredible. He's the best. He's, He's the, best. the best at it. He's the best at it. Um, so again, like like the, my summary on it is, um, I do think the idea is very interesting. All of these things sound weird in the beginning until you start using them. If the, if it works really well and they create that magical experience, we'll all be looking at it like, oh yeah, they saw something we didn't, and that's why they are these product visionaries that they have been time and time again. That's why they have the patent page where you have to scroll. Exactly. You got to scroll. Infinite scroll. To see all the exactly. Now, um, the only thing I will be honest in my uh, analysis of the the uh, product demo, because you mentioned that before, and I'll again preface this by saying the easiest thing to do in the world is criticize other people doing stuff. So like, I'm always on the side of the person making stuff. You know that you're the same respect to anyone even just doing this this is incredible he doesn't need to ever work again let's be straight up right like he's been yeah. apple forever he's doing this because he wants well, let's to do some up quick level. math We're yeah quick from math. 1995 <sighs> you want to know apple's market cap 
It yeah. increased a thousand times between 1997 and today. <laughs> so, Almost as much as the shit coins it, we all lost yeah. in the last few years. But you're right. No, it's incredible. It went it's from incredible. $3 billion when Steve Jobs to came back to $3 trillion, Oh, okay? three. Damn. Yeah, exactly. Yo, so I want you to... This dude, Lennon and McCartney design. I don't know if he's Lennon. I don't know if he's McCartney. But he definitely ain't Ringo or George. There Mind we go. you, Ringo and George are legends. Yeah. But there's a as step well. up. All right. Yeah. When you talk about the Beatles, it's like there's levels to this game. Yeah. You did not have to work. I love that point you brought up. Yeah, yeah. And and, and that, why I say that is because again, you have to think about motivation here. Like, why is someone in that position doing this? It's not because they need the money, right? Like the money is just one part of, of the equation here. It's because they love doing this. They have an idea, they see the world, they want to make the thing that they want to see in the world. So I respect that more than anything. But people are, can be critical too. So this is just a preface to that. Just give it, hit it. What on the demo, the demo, a lot of people were like, the energy wasn't there, which I no, agree. No, I don't want, what, what, what do we, I, I'll tell you what, what, was the, what, what did you say? It was yeah, low yeah. energy, bro. It was way low too energy, low energy. Which is, which is tough because that might just be how you're feeling and that day. And it's, it's pre -recorded, it was pre-recorded. Yeah. Here's the thing. He actually, in over the summer, Imran, did a TED talk in, in front of a oh, live yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, we talked about the keynote last week. There's this back and forth, right? And the Steve Jobs thing. This is the thing about, again, unfair comparison. Steve, yeah. the GOAT. Yeah. It's just, this is the type of device. But that's what you, people are going to do, right? They're going to yeah. compare you to the people that you work with at, at, at Apple. And so I, I agree. So low like, energy. Lots We're of people were, low energy. it was a bit low yeah. energy and it was, it was, now, one of the things I also say as a marketing person who has not done anything anywhere near what these guys have done, but do have a marketing background, is the classic line in marketing, sell the benefits, not the features, right? And that was, there Great. were a few occasions. They did do it in some cases. They were like trying to show use cases like the almonds was like, you know, here's a benefit of using it. But there were a few things and I saw someone write this, like just mentioning the Snapdragon chip, for example, like... Uh, now, me and you have heard of a Snapdragon chip, but my mum, who might buy uh, Means nothing. an Apple Watch, she has, in fact, randomly about to go buy Apple Watch when I was with her because of the brand more than anything. They don't care about Snapdragon. They Asian don't even know what that means. have no idea what Snapdragon yeah. chips are. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to not make more jokes. because. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. Well, Bilal, I'm going to say something. And I love the point you brought up. I did not think about that. But people, this is Bilal with his business hat on. You don't talk about the features, right? Yeah. And now this is the point. It's such a great point. This device is supposed to be a post-smartphone device. When when you did, when Steve Jobs did the iPhone, famous that I talked about two by two, but then the next slide was he showed the BlackBerry phone. He showed the Nokia, they had keyboards. He was showing this is a post-smartphone yeah uh, or the uh, ipod device. we talked about a thousand songs in your pocket yeah like that was post, the perfect example it's like what is this there was no indication to me while watching this i'm like oh this is the next stage of computing because it, it just i just didn't understand i'm watching look the features the framing of it was all wrong it just did did not feel right yeah yeah because he gave this long interview with all malik and oh malik and he just kept talking about post smartphone or they, they discussed post smartphone post apps Right, 
Which is a very interesting idea, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, it just you know, didn't come through. It didn't come through in the demo uh, at, really at all. And But again, you know, that's an hour-long interview, whatever, versus like 10 minutes or whatever. But I, I agree. It was kind of received with mixed feelings, right? And I will say one thing to mention. This made it to my dad's Pakistani Urdu Twitter feed and WhatsApp feed, like WhatsApp groups. Bro. He forwarded it in my family group chat. He made it. Which you was in Urdu. And, it, and, I, and I did the translation because my Urdu is pretty bad. But, uh, and it was just like, oh, we are so proud. This guy has a Pakistani background. He's creating the future. And I was like, wow, this is really, really cool. I've never, my dad's never forwarded something like that in our family group chat. But the headline was a world with no smartphones or something like that. And, and I had to give my context, say, this is hyperbolic. You know, I don't think we're losing smartphones, but you know, there, there might be a time where you use this versus smartphone, but we're still using smartphones, in my opinion, obviously. So again, it, it's, it's received with a big splash, $200 million, and your background will do that. And they've, and to be fair, they've, they've shipped something, right? They're about to ship something. So that is more than nine out of 10 will ever do. So respect to them. I hope it works for them. I hope they keep improving it. And I hope they create something that we're all like, wow, I didn't realize it could do that. But the, the proof is in the pudding. So yep. we're going to see how it works when it well, comes Well, let me out. discuss the next phase of this quickly. Let's talk about Apple specifically. So Johnny Ive, former Apple uh, design chief, left in 2019. Love From is his design consulting firm. We spoke a couple episodes ago, maybe four or five episodes ago. Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI, is in talks with Masayoshi-san to raise a billion dollars to work with Johnny Ive on a hardware product. And it's for everything we discussed, right? It's like, Apparently, uh, OpenAI's uh, voice is quite good. I haven't really used it yet, but apparently it is. But on your last point, Blah, I want to jump on this, is you mentioned your mom's buying the Apple Watch. This is key. This is critical to understand. Apple's looking at this. They're not dumb. They have a very, they have very been very slow to the AI race. There's an article from Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, one of the leading Apple observers, wrote about three weeks ago. So internally at Apple, there's a lot of fighting about AI. A lot of Siri, we've talked about shit. Been shit for a decade, right? But uh, Apple has their internal large language model. They have their own version of uh, ChatGPT called Ajax. They're called Apple GPT. The question oh, that, is also that name though. Wait, is that yeah, Ajax? Yeah, not good. That's they're gonna call it, they'll call it so Apple weird. GPT. They'll no, figure but also it out. just because Ajax is like asynchronous JavaScript as well. So yeah, that's why it's, it's weird, right? So yeah. they're gonna run. They're gonna start running their large language model. And also think, a famous Dutch football team, by the way. Just yeah, to, uh, Ajax. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the yeah. next, uh, the next uh, iOS will have uh, a LLM and the generative AI updates. So Siri should be improved. Hopefully, iMessage should be improved. Safari should be improved. Search should be improved. So I'm saying all this because Apple's not dumb. They're dedicating a billion dollars, which is nothing to them. They made four billion dollars last year. They need to de- dedicate more. Because I think what Humane's AI pin shows, though, is, okay, the smartphone, the app world, which mints Apple 300, $200 to $300 billion a year, right? They are hesitant, obviously, to disturb that, right? They're very hesitant. Sounds you like can even, another big company we talked yeah. about on here, yeah. So they're hesitant to, uh, to disrupt this, this cash cow. But the watch with what your mom said, uh, your mom's interested in buying the Apple. I think this is what's interesting. So you 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 have an Apple Watch? 
I, I have tried it in the past and returned it because I, yeah. I preferred having a lo-fi version. Yeah, it's not for us, right? So, yeah. but a lot of people use. I hate the like, notifications, but it is cool. Like I enjoy it. And for, for a, a lot bit. of people, their newest version. I have it. a lot of people that own the Ultra, the thousand dollar one. I may go back to it. Yeah. I just turn I off. I just don't want more. Basically, I don't want notification. I don't totally. want text messages showing up. Bro, I got one that I never yeah. use. Yeah, yeah never yeah. use this. So, uh, but I get it. But the whole point is that this watch, the newest ones, the batteries last three to four days. Uh, you get data on it. You don't even need your phone. So they have. There is a post smartphone world here. Yeah. Right. And Apple's not dumb. They know that that's a threat. So, but like we talk about it all the time. Apple has shipped 100 million Apple Watches. They've shipped 400 million AirPods. Who does wearables wear well? Who can ship to a billion people, have an install base of a billion smartphones already that could potentially leapfrog or build on top and build? Can you imagine if Apple released a necklace tomorrow, a, 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 an AI version of it, oh, yeah. to develop the reps for people to understand where they're headed? Well, that is a question for you there, Trunk. It's like we've talked about a necklace, we talked about the pin, obviously, we talked about a watch and glasses. What, what do you think the best interfaces for something like this that is beyond the smartphone because to me like the watch is interesting because a lot of us wear watches and it's on our wrist i think uh, it's know. just a watch man i think it yeah. is what do you I think, think of glasses because the interesting with glasses is that idea of augmented reality where you're yeah. you're in a mixed reality world where you're uh, you know that's a great that question. is an interesting idea as well they, well they'll, they'll have they'll, they'll have the pieces for them that's the thing right like in five years would i be shocked if apple is selling a hundred million glasses? Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think they're the what? ones who would do it because like everything, it exactly. needs Apple to basically take it to the level where, where it's cool enough. Like the AirPods are a great example. When they first came out, I remember looking at them being like, that looks so dumb. And there were so many yeah. jokes <laughs> about how terrible they looked. And like, I won't even say- like yeah, they look like, what do they look like? Uh, a tooth, Oral-B toothbrushes. Yeah, yeah, like, like what yeah. is that? And then within- Two weeks, I ended up buying them and I was Bro, converted immediately. 100 million of them have been sold. So here, to your question, uh, yeah, it's dumb. And we haven't talked about it. They got the chips. They have the 15-year. Mm. They made Steve Jobs' last real bet, long-term bet as an Apple executive, was buying PA Semi in 2008 to get in-house semiconductor chip design. They have the H-series for earphones, A-series for, uh, 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 I think, uh, smartphones w series for um watches and then m for computing they have the chips that can do the trade-offs between power computing memory because that's what you need for chips you need to ha optimize all those because it's a small form factor there's always say apple's gonna win they have everything to win i think especially if they do do the sam altman link up there you know like a little collaboration with open or so or i don't know if it's gonna be its own entity or a collaboration of the two companies or what but because that's where they have been let down right like they like we said the siri is not the best even if they have their own llm uh you know lang large language model whatever in my opinion that's not necessarily enough like everyone can have their own version i think in that they need the best in, one they need the best one and if open ai is developing that why not just tap into well, that well here's the question though do you actually need the best one because siri sucks Right? Yeah, but that, but and if we Google actually want it to be a devices. real smart device, if we want it to be a real smart device that actually is worth our having, you're right. Like maybe they don't need it. Maybe it just needs to be okay enough, and people are okay. People will still buy it because it's a luxury brand at the end of the day, you know. So uh, who knows? But I agree. I think there's no 
harm in doing that but at the same time that's not a very apple way is it like apple makes it themselves that's their approach that's so, that's the point yeah so All very right. interesting that's great though buddy so yeah man. very good very good discussion obviously i will send this to asif to share with his uncle if he still chats to him regularly and see if you ever want to come on the show you have an open invite we want to celebrate what you're doing we can go and, through uh, each one of your yeah. 1000 patents and you exactly, rank them exactly exactly yeah mad respect all right let's move on we got uh, a couple more things to do do you want to do marvel or do you want to do mr beast first what do you prefer? well let, let, I'm a, i want to let you cook a bit on the let me tee up the mr beast yeah. controversy and i'm going to ask you about it yeah so mr beast's latest uh video youtube videos a standard with him is he releases a video. Uh, for the listeners who don't know, Jimmy Donaldson is Mr. Beast. Is I believe he's now a 25-year-old YouTube creator. Number one and over YouTuber the past in the world. Two years, number one YouTube in the world has 130 million subscribers, I think. 100 million plus in his uh, dubbed channels in like Spanish, Japanese. Hey, can we and, say not just number one YouTuber? Isn't that the number one media entity? No? What, what's bigger than that? No, I think, I mean, well, first of all, T-Series has more people. Oh, I think that's on, true. T-Series, the true. Indian media conglomerate stuff, has more yeah. YouTube. And it's a little bit unfair because, I mean, YouTube is, well, blah. Is YouTube basically the biggest social network in uh, in uh, India? Pretty much, um, right? Maybe Facebook. Yeah, probably. I mean, it depends. We can, definitely the biggest video site, obviously, everywhere. By but far, it's social, not I'm not sure how you define. Yeah, I'm sure Facebook and Instagram <laughs> are still probably bigger, but they're both up there, yeah. So, so like everyone uses both. Yeah, so the TLDR with Mr. Beast, Jimmy Donaldson, is that <clears throat> his whole shtick with videos is a lot of his popularity is, come, is very format, right? It's called Jenga storytelling. Where you know the ending of the video, but uh, YouTube incentivizes watch time, so you'll stay to watch it, right? It's like, yeah, I actually bought Jenga recently for my son. He freaking loves it. He loves Jenga. Kids love things that topple over, right? So uh, the, the thing with uh, Jimmy is like, so here's a version of a Jenga video. The title is, last one that takes his hand off the Ferrari gets the car. Everybody gets that. Five people have their hand on a Ferrari. You're watching to the end, right? So these guys, they need to pee, but they don't want to lose out of the forest. So they're going to piss their pants. And then every, you know, over the past years, just like more and more elaborate spends, puts every advertising dollar he gets from YouTube back in these videos. Like he built Willy Wonka's factory, right? Gave away like 500,000, like this, giving away money, stay living on a, a, a bard in the middle of the Pacific Ocean for a week. Just the craziest stuff. So the latest one, he's been doing more charity. He did a thousand cataract surgeries. Uh, 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 he did a thousand things, I think, for audio, for deaf uh, people that were deaf. And the criticism he gets for the charity stuff is he's doing it for clicks. I get that criticism. Because even though he's doing these charity-based videos like the uh, cataract surgeries, he's still doing like YouTube face on the thumbnail, which is kind of weird, right? It's a little bit creepy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing it, right? He's, a thousand people yeah. to see now because of Mr. Beast. It's like, yeah. okay. And I will say one key point, and we can go to both sides of this because I do think it's a nuanced thing here. It's not like so simple. Is that my nephew is like, you know, five, six years old and lots of people like him watch his videos. Lots of older people do as well, but a lot of young kids do. And he literally says, I want to work on the environment. I want to work on like, and that that is like, you, you've got kids, right? Like, look at the, remember the people we were watching growing up. We weren't being like, oh, yeah, we want to go and help people with the eyesight. We want, we were maybe seeing a little glimpse of that, but we were like Yo, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I want to be exactly, like whacking the opposite. my brother over the head with a pillow. Exactly. So exact, the choke slam, yeah, exactly. flying elbow. 
Netflix you know? was a great one, but how about just a real to... quick one? Did you set up the ring with like pillows and jump oh, from the sofa? Oh yeah, buddy. Oh yeah. My my cousin tombstone me one time. I thought I broke my neck. It was it was <laughs> like a legit tombstone. Bro. <laughs> Yeah, my brother Tubes told me too. And you got to be careful, right? Because you, you can literally careful, break man. someone's neck. Even on the bed. That was on the bed. But it was like, oh, Dude, man. Anyway. Great callback. So we say all this. All that preamble, the Tia Bilal. So last week uh, or two weeks ago, uh, Mr. Beast did a charity where he dug water wells in Africa. I think in a couple countries. Dug a hundred of them. Same criticism comes up. This was the thrust of the criticism. Uh, it was just classic woke criticism. Mr. Beast is a white guy and he's making the Nigerian government look bad. The pushback yeah. was so easy. He's like, Yeah, it's called, well, uh, I think, white savior complex or yeah. something like that. That's the but phrase. Then people, people just use. like, It's like, why doesn't the Nigerian government just give the people water? Right? Not to say that it's that simple, but you know, there's a lot of corruption in Nigeria. Yeah. A lot of corruption in a lot of other African countries. So now that I said all that, Bilal, for people that don't know, worked at Charity Water, which is a charity. Yeah. To get water to people in, in third, those same I mean, countries, developing countries, much, those yeah. same countries. Blah, yeah. can you just cook on everything we talked about? What are your thoughts about what he did, the pros and cons of it, and well, big takeaways? Yeah, really. I mean, I saw this. I didn't follow it super closely, but I was intrigued just because, like a lot of things, there's the Twitter or X version of it is clickbaity one-liners on each side right like the people who are against this are like oh he's doing this to make them look bad or he's making them look bad because of xyz uh, this is white saver complex whatever and then on the flip side a lot of people that i follow especially in the tech world are like oh well if they were fixing their own countries then they wouldn't have to do this in the first place which i also understand that initial reaction until you go deeper into it, it is very you know there's it's not like governments don't want to give their citizens clean water, right? Like there's very complex historical reasons that I'm sure someone like you would know a lot about given your his history background. And then there is the corruption part that you mentioned is definitely prevalent in lots of the developing world and even in the develop in our part of the world as well, plenty of corruption too. Um, just look at uh, those, those trades we'd be sharing online, right? So but yeah, so the, my general, my kind of like summary of it up front, and then I can go into more detail. The summary is, I think it's great that someone is in this position where he's got so many eyeballs is one, raising awareness about a, an issue that many people don't even realize is the problem. For, for people that don't know, one in 10 people in the world don't have access to, you know, just drinking water. Like just the stuff that we basically go to the bathroom in and, you know, shower in and do all the things we do so easily. I've gone and seen this in, in person. It's like really crazy when you see it. You're like, I can't believe I've been complaining about all this random shit and this is how people are living. And there, and even in his videos and people were sharing, like you can see the happiness that comes when you bring water to those people. Now, that's that's the positive. I do think, I, I hate the phrase white savior complex because one, I don't even know fully what that means. But two, it just feels like a weird you know like basically anyone who's white who does something do you then automatically just say that's a bad thing you know like i think that's a little bit of a too it's too simplistic as well for example scott harrison is the founder of charity war he's a white guy obviously he's done incredible incredible work i work very closely with him i've seen front from the front line like these guys are doing incredible work and 
their approach is to empower the local communities. They raise awareness over here, they raise lots of money, and then they go and partner with local people. What does empowering local... I think, that I think means this is literally, a big criticism. Yeah. Because I think criticism is like, oh, what? Oh, Mr. Beast is going to dig these wells and never go back. And then in a, a, a month from point. now, the wells are going to be gone. Or, yeah. Because I think, remember when... Uh, okay, here's a very yeah, similar yeah, example, which point. you will definitely know. There was there used to be a way where people would make those uh for in playgrounds there's those spinning wheels that kids had where you spin something around and jump on it and that was used as a pump. Yeah. And I yeah, think a yeah. lot of people went back. They're like, oh listen, we solved this African water problem. Kids will play in the wheel and water will be pumped. Yeah. And then like a month a, a month later, people go back. The thing's rotting. It's rusting away. Yeah. No one's playing with it. That's a great so, point. So Blah, is, is is that a criticism that is a valid? And what do you think about it? Is that is the idea is like, oh wow, he dug these wells and then well, no more maintenance, right? Yeah. And then he where charity water is, no, no, no. We're raising awareness, we're digging the wells, and we're gonna provide you and empower you to make sure you maintain these things. Is yeah. that kind of the And that's that, that's a really good point. I'll say early charity water was criticized for something similar, which they'd later addressed because they realized that was a problem, right? Which was the, the the problem here is getting people clean water but also sustainably doing that so it lasts for a lifetime and when things break like everything does all technology breaks you have a system in place to go on and fix that and um and support that so the first thing there is they work like charity water specifically works with local other ngos essentially right so that a lot of people don't realize that a lot of nonprofits are fundraising orgs where they raise money and awareness and then they go and work with local people in each region because you just mentioned one of those spinning technologies, essentially. There's like 12 or 15 very popular ways to give clean water. We obviously don't have to go for all of them. But that is the, the tech response. Me coming in with my tech brain was, oh, there must be a better, easier way to do this than just digging a have well. Have you guys tried a spreadsheet? Yeah, have yeah, you, yeah. Have, <laughs> yeah, have yeah. You, what, what's your SaaS stack? Yeah, exactly, well, what exactly. What marketing techniques are you that, using? But that's literally what it is. You come in with that preconceived notion and then you realize, okay, these guys know what they're doing. Like they're, they're, There's a reason people are still digging wells because a lot of the problem of the water crisis is in remote areas. And the cheapest, most efficient way to do it is actually to, to drill a well into the ground, right? And so that can actually be sustainable for many, many years. There's other types where you need the government involved. You need piping and you know plumbing done across regions. But think of the, asking a government to make 200 miles of pipes versus just digging a, a, a well in the ground for 10 grand, essentially. That can yeah. now help 500,000 people in a remote village. That is actually a better solution for them. The pipes would that. cost maybe five have times you, have more. Have you guys ever thought about pipes? Why didn't you yeah, have yeah, pipes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas like in Thailand, they have these things where they use sand and they use all these like really cool, interesting solutions there. But that- Charity Water has a big uh, presence in Thailand? Yeah, in Thailand, I think Cambodia. Oh, in Southeast Asia, I'm, I think it's Thailand. I could be getting it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Southeast. Uh, Let me do a quick uh, interject yeah. because uh, in 1998, when I visited, uh, I went to Vietnam for the first time. I was 13 years old. And I went to um, my uh, uncle's place, uh, old school commie. It took um, him and my dad didn't talk for like 30 years, but. Uh, old you know school commie. <laughs> yeah, one thing. I looked at my dad's relationship with this ardent Vietnamese communist that was responsible for killing, uh, or was, you know, very high up in the Vietnamese military. And like, you know, that there's a civil war basically that happened in the Vietnam War, people don't realize. And uh, him being able to patch up that relationship 
you know, I, I think about that more and more. I'm mean, like, ah, oh, you get older, you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, let's just move on with our lives. And, uh, but that was, anyways, I bring that up because I visited my uncle. I obviously never had a problem with him. Um, but uh, they didn't have water. They did the way they did water, they didn't have piping or sewage. So when I stayed with them, uh, and, and, and it's funny because I would never do this again. Or it was it was my, it wouldn't be my first option. But like, yeah, we're using boiling water to shower, right? They would boil water, put it in a thermos, and then you would like have to mix it with cold water and then shower yourself. I did that for like three weeks. I'm like, oh damn, this is real. But uh, I, I'm happy that my old man made me experience that. But I think you brought it up though. Really, it's not that simple. It's it's fill pipes. It just sounds like such a throwaway line. Just fill pipes. Why don't you just build pipes? Yeah, exactly. And sorry, just to clarify, I just checked. I, I meant to say Cambodia, but anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so Cambodia is much, uh, to, they have much more developmental issues. Yeah, yeah, Vietnam. exactly. So anyway, regardless, and if you're interested, I can share a link with Rafa. We can put it in the show notes. Just go on to charitywall.org and go to the bottom. You can see the different type of solutions people have. And if you're interested in that area, but this is the thing, right? That is not, really, most people aren't going to do that. Now, the problem here was, I think Mr. Beast, I think his intentions are good. And no matter what he does, people are going to criticize him because yeah. when you're on top, people are going to criticize you either way. It doesn't mean he's perfect either, right? Like there might have been some things he could have done differently. There might have been, um, you know, he could, for example, partner with one of these organizations who've been doing it for such a long time. Like and, Charity Water. Yeah, like Charity Water. Honestly, I mean, if he's interested, I'll put him in touch with, I'm sure he's been spoken to, uh, he's probably spoken to them in the past or something like that. But that is the difference. It's like there's an attitude, I think, coming from our world, coming from the West, coming from, honestly, the business world, where we honestly, and I'm saying this for myself, you come in a little arrogant, like, oh, most nonprofits don't know what they're doing. They're wasting lots of money, which I get because nine out of 10 maybe are that. But there is a new, there have been several organizations like Charity Border, Change.org, uh, Pencil of Promise, like a lot of these sort of organizations who started with this idea of we're going to do things like differently, we're going to storytell the way a business would, we're going to show transparently the impact. And so like we talk about proof of work, right? Like literally right now I'm on the website for Charity Water and you can go on and see every single project they've ever done with coordinates, with pictures. And that is the equivalent of proof of work, right? Like we talk about it all the time. And the sustainability part is very important, like you said. So I don't know if Mr. Beast has um, and his team have well, first of all an understanding of what that even means because I didn't before I worked there for several years and two an, an answer to how do we sustain this so that it's not just something you take a nice picture and then you run away and I'm not saying that was his intention or what they're even doing but that is the criticism right that is the yeah. in we're not saying that that's right yeah. but you know I, I did, I, because I mean, people do even, do that that's the yeah. thing like people and he go even take tweeted a picture out, right? yeah. he's like I'm going to get criticized for this he knew it Yeah. but you know what I'll say this, I, whatever criticism you want to say about him, everybody that's criticizing him, he's done a thousand times more. Uh, uh, well, may, maybe not necessarily true. Like if Charity Water came on and said, hey guys, like I wish you had done an X, Y, Z, fair enough. But uh, you know- But you're not going to help people by just telling them, oh, you're doing it wrong. Like just by, like that's not the approach. The approach is, oh, you, we can see your intent is good here. If you want to- Think about the next step with sustainability. We can help you with that if you're interested. Like it's versus all being like, oh, you're woke. wrong because you're a white guy doing something yeah. in a foreign country. Oh, that's so dumb, right? Yeah, the, the yeah. woke criticism is very different than what you, you can't like really Bilal, win in that discussion. You know exactly. Whereas Bilal came in with the actually here. Here's where the pieces could be missing. It's like yeah. when you leave that village, 
uh, it's not enough, right? Like they need ongoing assistance and or training so you exactly. can leave. And you Have know, you and that's that? why working with a local, like basically a local service provider who's already doing its work. That's kind of the point here, right? Is like it's not like people aren't aware of this issue. Like it's the number one issue for a lot of communities, governments, and uh, local municipalities. And they just don't have enough resources. And so, again, we don't have to go into all the details of that. So one of the criticisms, though, of this is if you go into it, you can start Googling this and go down a YouTube rabbit hole. A lot of the stuff that's happened, specifically in Africa, there is a lot of ex-colonial stuff that really impacts a lot of countries till today. It's not just so simple as saying those governments are corrupt, therefore they're in a bad place. A big part of it is that in some places, but there's there's a lot of misconceptions about, let's say, Africa or even India and a lot of these countries, right? There's people, there's incredibly futuristic parts of Africa already, and uh, really interesting stuff happening in Africa. But they they do have, you know, hundreds of years of history that they're going up against. The same way we have some empathy for race relations in the U.S., where we say, okay, yeah, we can say today legally we are all one people we can all have the same rights etc but we also understand there's a historical context here where everyone doesn't necessarily start on the same line right like even if we we've got rid of a lot of barriers there's there's a lot more complexity to it so similarly here don't just assume the simple thing of oh that country doesn't give people clean water because they've just kept all the money for themselves it's a lot more complicated than a, that. yeah you're right you're right fair yeah. enough okay and and that's uh, what i say so yeah the, we don't have to no, talk about thank you for the 360 yeah. uh yeah I, we were waiting for you to cook on that charity water son and uh, i always appreciate the perspective uh, i do want to share the last thing just to wrap it up was jack who's not on the pod um he did share this real quick this was his his tweet originally he said governments simply need to adopt the Mr. B strategy, reinvest everything you uh, you make doing oh. something people care about in public, and because this was on the the Yahoo News Screwed tweet, up. and then he did this this thumbnail. We fixed the roads <laughs> in a very YouTube style. Pretty funny. I mean, Dude, I that wanted Jack's so take good, on that, bro. but it's so good, right? Like the way he's done that, and so obviously he's he's semi joking there, but. That is an interesting idea, right? Like beyond all the stuff I just said about the complexities of the governments there, there is a part of that. And we can say the same for the US and we can say the same for the UK like and Canada. Like there is so much money that goes into healthcare, roads, education, etc. And no accountability half the time. And at the same time, all the criticism we, sh we had for Mr. Beast, there's also... The fact that he actually did something there, right? Like yeah. he, he actually went and made something, raised awareness, and he's going to help a bunch of people, I'm sure. And uh, I just hope that is something that he can understand there's more to it long term and that he can uh, continue doing that work. So that is uh, the Mr. B stuff. Do you want to talk Marvel real quick? Yeah, let's cook on the Marvel real quick because it's uh, timely. Yeah, uh, let's, uh, I'll let you tee that up. So the question I had here was, what's wrong with Marvel? All right, so... For those that do not know, well, they might not even know because this is what's wrong with Marvel. The Marvels uh, came out uh, this weekend. It had the worst opening of any Marvel Cinematic Universe film ever. Okay? So this is the 33rd movie that they've done. The previous 32 did $30 billion plus. So when Disney acquired Marvel, in 2009, 
the uh, Marvel Entertainment Group. This is a publicly traded company. They acquired 5,000 characters, 5,000 plus. They acquired everything except for Spider-Man, uh, Fantastic Four, and X-Men. But they Disney actually got X-Men and Fantastic Four back when they acquired Fox in 2019. But the whole point I'm trying to make is this. I'm going to ask Bilal a question. Did you watch Endgame in theaters? Avengers Endgame? No, Have man. you seen Avengers Endgame? Do you know what? I, I don't think I have. Have you seen Infinity War? I don't think I, I've honestly not seen a lot of these. But do you remember the hype? I remember the hype. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone was talking about it. Yeah. The execution between 2009 and 2019 of Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxies, and the Avengers films, it's perhaps the greatest execution of a, a, of a long string of movies ever. I wouldn't even consider the movies. It was like a 10-year, 10-episode uh, television show, essentially. And it culminated with Endgame, which made $3 billion at the theaters. I believe it's number three all time. Infinity War is like number four or five at the box office. The problem with Endgame is that that perfectly manicured 10-year run, I mean, at the end of it, they killed off a lot of people. Like, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Iron Man dies. All right? Oh my and, God. Uh, and the story, Thanos, his threat to the world, to the universe, he killed half the universe. Everybody knows that, right? Flicks his thumb, get the infinity stones, kills half the universe. That was a high stakes threat. So when you have this perfectly executed, high stakes story, this is what people don't forget. People forget about a lot of the, the problem with spinoffs and sequels is it removes the stakes from a movie. If you know a superhero can be resurrected in the next flick. There's no stakes anymore. This is just storytelling 101. What are the stakes? And uh, basically, over the last four years, Disney dropped Disney Plus streaming. You got to fill with content. They went crazy on Marvel content. Crazy. Too much. Too many movies. Too many TV shows. They stretched their resources. They stretched their writers. They stretched Kevin Feige, who was the head of Marvel ran these stories they stretched the cgi team the cgi crews were so stretched they had to unionize okay and like this is the problem marvel is facing many many issues and uh, uh the last few films have not performed well internals ant-man and it's because a i think they're being stretched b there's this woke element to it uh there's this woke criticism of disney where Every film is kind of going away from the source material. The biggest woke criticism is Snow White. Uh, they they removed the dwarves, and then because they thought dwarves would be too sensitive, but then like like dwarf actors were like, "Wait a second, it's like that's one of the only that's roles our we jobs, get. man. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, give yeah, us yeah. our fucking jobs back, right? And it's also and like, like you're, it's almost assuming like being a dwarf is a bad. Yeah, it's like, it's like why is that they're a real bad people thing, right? too? Like yeah, yeah, they're, they're, exactly. It was so like, I, again, it was I don't so, know. Is a dwarf just a person who's small, or is that like a? Well, I mean, sure, it's like like a, a growth, was that just a character, a, a growth issues. But the whole point yeah. is like, like the guy from um, Game of Thrones or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. You maybe I guy. think you nailed it. You're making it sound like they're not humans, right? Yeah. Like you went so far in the D uh, diversity uh, DEI path, and yeah. you're actually like cool, kind of crazy. It's like, no, these are people. They're great people. They should be allowed to also have acting jobs. But yeah. you think because of your woke ideology that they shouldn't and that we should just CGI normal individuals? Like, it was so twisted, right? Yeah, that's, and, that uh, sounds a little funny. Yeah, yeah. so like Disney was doing that. So there's a whole like woke 
guffawing of Marvel, and then they had a big issues with one of their main characters, Jonathan Majors. Oh yeah, uh, what, yeah, what he's involved. A little controversial. You probably thing. saw that, right? Yeah, quite controversial. Uh, I don't. I think it's ongoing court case. We'll let the criminal justice system decide. But it sounds like there's some assault involved uh, with maybe ex girlfriends. Anyways, a lot of bad things going on in Marvel, mm. but the Marvels is basically the. It, it kind of feels like the end of an era. And, you know, some people say, oh, there's an actor strike, like uh, Brie Larson wasn't able to uh, go out and uh, promote the film. But the movie also didn't perform very well. It got a B on a cinema score. It's like most other MCU films got an A. All I'm saying, though, is like it feels like the end of an era, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. And uh, yeah. what are potential solutions? There's a couple. Solution one, make less content. Make sure each one you put out is good, right? Make it an event. Like, we saw what happened uh, our Oppenheimer and Barbie. Those were events. Avengers Endgame was an event. Can we still make event Marvel films? Mm, yeah. Maybe. We don't know. Uh, they're in discussion to bring back Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Except he's really expensive. And he died in Endgame. But they'll figure out a way. With the multiverse, anything can happen now, right? The last thing I'll say is uh, I mentioned the X-Men and Fantastic Four IP. So they do have some A characters. Because what people don't remember is that in the 90s, the A characters from Marvel were X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Spider-Man. Marvel under Disney has never really had a full shot at developing them. They partner with Sony and Spider-Man to do it because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man film rights. So we'll see. Anyways, that's the Marvel story. Uh, I like think we can it. wrap it up here. Yeah, great, great uh, summary there. Let us know what you think of that. Um, yeah, really, really good summary there, Trunk. Thanks for sharing that, mate. Yeah, good, good way to pin it here. Good discussion. I think that was meaty. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. We've really been enjoying all the comments. A lot of people yeah, even posting Telegram, posted on it. Always great if you want to come over to YouTube. You and know, post honestly, it there. if you post uh, helpful, questions but... on YouTube, we're collecting all of them. Yeah, yeah, post we, we read everything and I save it in a doc as well. Yeah, we're and saving so, uh, everything. We'll be answering a lot of those in the next few weeks. So yeah, thanks again for being there. We appreciate you guys and we'll see you next week. Peace out.